Hey, this is Heroes And. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And this is our podcast. We talk about things like Tom Hardy being cast as Venom. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. This week, we share our top five Disney villains. This is Heroes And. Thanks so much for listening. Today we're doing one of our top five episodes. You guys know how this works by now. We're going to go back and forth listing off our top five favorite Disney villains. Now, when we say Disney, we mean animated. So nothing from the Marvel Universe or Star Wars. Just think, you know, the traditional 2D, maybe even some CGI stuff if you want to get Pixar and whatnot in there. But, you know, we're, we're, we're sticking to that. Not so much the Marvel Cinematic Universe or, or Star Wars. None of that. Just classic Disney, good old classic Mickey and all, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's go. Let's, let's start off. CP, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I what's, will, it, what's your I'll first one, us, man? Get us rolling. My uh, first one comes from the Jungle Book. Uh, but when I think Jungle Book, I think more of the live action Jungle Book. That's right. Okay. Uh, because as you know, I that one was very dear to my heart. You love it. Uh, it was it was good. I don't know if you haven't seen I it. I still haven't seen it, bro. I I'm own sorry. it now. Like, and it's on can, Netflix. And it's on Netflix. Like you're running out. Of, your your excuses are getting slim. I know. I know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but my the villain in that movie, of course, is Shere Khan. Yes. Uh, he is voiced by Idris Elba. Yes. Uh, and so it, I think. What is crazy to me in that movie is he is terrifying. Like, you know, you go to, like, especially here, you know, like in, in being around Disney and around Animal Kingdom, you, yeah. go, you go to Animal Kingdom, you go to Bush Gardens and you see the tiger and you're like, yeah. oh, that's cute, you know? Uh, but no, tigers are scary. Yes. And they want to eat little man cubs. That's true. Uh, and so that's what I learned, you know, from that movie. But, uh, and I think the success of Shere Khan in that movie, uh, is uh, in flashbacks you see how it happens, but he his face is burned on one side. Yeah, so he kind of has that two face deal going on mm. where like one eye is blind, if I'm not mistaken. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it all it's all comes back to Dark Knight. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he's scary looking because of that, uh, and then like just like so like I said, Idris Elba's the voice for uh, for Shere Khan, which is crazy to me that the same guy that can be Shere Khan can also be like one of Thor's best uh best, best buddies best buds best teammates yeah. so uh but like they do some like tiger growls underneath his voice as he's like agitated and okay and and that kind of thing um and that like just adds a layer of like like it makes it so much more primal I okay. think uh and makes it scary in that regard also there's a point where uh, and like I don't want to spoil it too much for you but there's a point where uh he is talking about how uh, he's telling the story of, of the cuckoo bird. Okay. Uh, and he talks about how a cuckoo bird lays its eggs in the nest of another bird. I'm and then following. And then the other bird, like then the cuckoo bird, cuckoo bird leaves. And the other bird, like whoever's uh-huh. nest it is, uh-huh. then raises the child as the bird as its own because it doesn't know the difference. Okay. Uh, and then eventually, like the cuckoo, so this cuckoo bird, the baby is uh-huh. now like kind of, robbing the uh the actual babies of the bird 
uh, of you know precious resources, food, uh. you know, and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then just, he's talking about that all, of course, alluding to Mowgli. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it's like just like the way he goes about that. And like he's like whispering, like he's saying it as if he's teaching a lesson, you know, a frightening, right, scary right. lesson that you do not want to right. miss that. you, Yeah, exactly. So uh, but so like moments like that uh, where he is, he's very scary. And I don't know, man, something about that tiger, like. Like, you realize, I think, too, in that, like, just how big tigers are. It really, really freaks you out. Because there's a point where he fights Baloo. <laughs> and, I, like, I don't, like, Baloo is a bear. And I feel like, like, bears are big animals. You know what I'm saying? Battlestar Galactica. Question. Because <laughs> you, I know bec- I know you love the Jungle Book. And I yes. know you love the, the new trilogy of the War of the Planet of the Apes, the new yes. Planet of the Apes trilogy. Yes. Question for you, CP. Which movie has better CGI? Jungle <laughs> Book or the second Planet? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I would say Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Really? But I. So here's the thing. I don't like... I don't know if that's because the CGI is better as much as it is because in uh, like in Planet of the Apes, one, the apes don't talk a whole lot, uh-huh. you know, but also like when they do talk, like they're apes and yeah, it's yeah. like their mouth movements, like it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But when Baloo starts singing, it's like, you know, bears don't sing. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, you're not fooling that me. May, okay. The part that puts it like, I was totally bought in with oh, the okay. whole fake animals. I think like the wolves, it was like, no, those are real. Yeah, uh, don't, don't try to play me. <laughs> Like you see, somehow trained wolves like, to act trained in this wolves movie. to act in this movie and to move their mouths. <laughs> like uh, Bagheera, like he looks great. Shere Khan looks great. Uh-huh. Baloo was one that it was like because like it, it, the talking, yeah. like the like the mo- movement of a mouth of a mo- of a bear. I felt like felt weird. The one that gets me though <laughs> is uh, King Louis. You uh-huh. know, King Louis. Yes, is voiced by. Uh, Christopher Walken, uh-huh. and <laughs> but he has Christopher Walken's face, <laughs> like like <laughs> the mocap was too close, like it was too good. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to say more cowbell. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I got a fever. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the only thing, yes. the only cure. Yes. It's red flower, <laughs> you know. Like I don't know. Like so, that's like the one. Where I'm like, oh no, this isn't real. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Okay, wait, this whole time it was all fake. Okay, it was all a dream. But uh, but yeah. So that was the point where like I I do think though with Dawn of the Plane of the Apes, uh, the stuff that they've done uh, is pretty pretty incredible uh, uh, for for both of those franchises. But, yes. So we've clearly gone way off topic. Wait, here. yeah. So We're, bring us back, Andy. Yes. <laughs> what is your first top five Disney villain? Top five Disney villains. Here we go. Again, there's no ranking to this. Um, the collection, you know, none of that. Uh, so for my first one, I'm going to go with Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the, of course, the animated version, sure. the one we kind of all grew up with. But I've realized that Gaston is the most entertaining part of any adaptation of Beauty and the Beast. So whether it's a cartoon or the new live action or a, a play, a production, 
because mm-hmm. this character is so over the top and ridiculous and full of himself and mm-hmm. just out of his mind and self-centered. I mean, mm-hmm. I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes him the most entertaining person. And, yeah. uh, you know, obviously he's the villain, so he's not you're not cheering for him, you're not happy, you're not you don't want him to succeed or anything right. like you're that. You're not rooting for him. Correct. But he is by far the most entertaining part of the movie. And so uh, because of that, I, I have to include him. I just realize like he he entertains me. He's just funny. And I'm watching this movie, any version of it, animated or the new live action. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this is he has my full attention and he's so like Again, over the top with everything, and I just, I just love it. Mm-hmm. And he, he has my full attention. Uh, and when when he enters a scene, I'm hooked. I'm hooked right. on that on his character. Mm-hmm. He's and one that you pay attention to, kind of regardless. Regardless, yeah, for sure. And so, uh, because of that, I have to include him. Like he's just funny and ridiculous, and so why not? Yeah. So Gaston, short and sweet. I really don't have any other reason besides he steals the show. He steals the no show. No one fights like Gaston. <laughs> So you could say that. <laughs> the reason why he makes my list is because no, no you just, When you said the reason uh, why I pick us on is dang because. It. And then you just listed. I missed an opportunity. <laughs> just list off all the things that he sings. Oh, gosh. He sing about. Oh, my gosh. But, but yeah, that's my first one. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. CP, what's your next one, man? Uh, my next one comes from Disney's pixar or pixar's toy story 3 yes uh and so uh it is lotso hugging bear yes lotso uh he is very much like you think oh he's just a cuddly like strawberry smelling like he's great <laughs> you know like there's yeah. there's a point like up until like you know like he he has me convinced you know he has me fooled like yeah. oh no like even when he's like some toys have to be in the kitty room like yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're like some toys got to be in the kid. Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, like the older toys, like you know, that have to walk with canes, like poor little old Lotso Huggin' Bear. <laughs> you're like, they're not gonna, they don't need to be in the toddler room. Like, they're <laughs> no. not built for that. No, they're not. Uh, so, uh, but there's, you know, and then as you, as you start to unpack more of his backstory, uh, and then, uh, it just gets scary, you know, and yeah, uh, and to the point where, you know, like, what as they're uh is the toys our our heroes are escaping uh and he he's like just like you're not gonna leave so much so like instead of you like me taking you back in i'm just gonna get you thrown away yeah um like just the the depths are you know of his madness i Mm -hmm. think uh is crazy to see and also just like comparing that next to or doing that kind of stuff in the same moments where uh woody and uh and well, I guess not let not Woody in that in the movie, but the rest of Woody's like, the gang. friends, the yeah. rest of the gang, thinks that they've been left behind. That Andy has abandoned them. Never, never, um, <laughs> never. But uh, so, like you know, like seeing how like this is where these toys could end up. You know what I mean? Um, and then, like even I think we talked about it with Mel uh-huh. uh, with Jess, like Jesse's storyline in uh, in Toy Story three with her backstory of like. You know, like it was just a simple, like it was an accident. Oh yeah. That eventually turned Lotso into this. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Into this madman, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that Lotso man. What's funny is that you're watching that movie and you're there. You're going back and forth whether or not this guy is legit. Right. And there's something, something, something doesn't smell right. And you're mm-hmm. the whole time you're like, 
what's that smell? Mm-hmm. Like, there's this mm-hmm. thing good. Like, it's, it's, someone pooped somewhere. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm smelling strawberries. <laughs> but, but you're also, like, getting a bad wolf, a whiff of something else. And you're uh-huh. like, where is that coming from? How come I can't find it? How come right. I can't? Like, is Ken going to flip? Yeah. You, you just don't know who it is. Right. And then you realize it's Lotso. So mm-hmm. definitely uh, a strong contender to be a, a bad guy. And his guy. voice, like his voice was like, like it was like that sweet, like sweet old man voice. It was yeah. like. I don't even know who voices, but it does. It The it's voice one is that wants, makes you, yeah, like you want to <laughs> trust him. Yes. And uh, in act then, you know, Mm-mm. he gets creepy and he gets scary. But uh, so that yeah. is my number two is Lotso Hugging Bear. I'm going to follow suit and uh, go with the Toy Story villain. And okay. I'm going to go with Sid. I'm going to go with the original <laughs> Toy Story villain from Toy Story 1. And this guy, man, it's it's so great because it's so smart of Disney and Pixar's part. Uh, smarter on, on their end. If you are a toy, mm-hmm. your worst nightmare is a, a teenager... Or, you know, a preteen who is destructive with their toys. Mm -hmm. And to that kid, like, that kid's not doing anything necessarily wrong. Right, he doesn't know. No, he doesn't. And it doesn't phase him. And it's not like, we've all trashed our toys. We've all, when we played with them or action figures, we'll throw them against the wall or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. not that, you know, it's it's not that big of a deal. Granted, they, you know, I've I've never played with my toys the way Sid has mm-hmm. in Toy Story. I've never taken bo- them apart and put them back together. No, or you know, use dynamite to, to explode <laughs> to blow up a toy. I've never gone that it far. It was the nineties, man. It was, but, a but, it, was a <laughs> it was a different time. But it was uh but to some degree, again I can understand from a toy's perspective, man, that's that's the worst. That's your worst uh-huh. nightmare. And so kudos to them, man. Just to take something kind of innocent and pure and normal and make that the the villain. Mm-hmm. And uh Man, he's just, his voice is great, and his laugh, his mm-hmm. his t-shirt, just, I mean, the whole thing, I just, <laughs> I I recently rewatched Toy Story, and uh-huh. I just, uh, I loved all the characters. I love all the characters. I think they're all great. I think the storyline's great. The way they are written, all of it is phenomenal. But Sid, man, they just do a good job with, like... Even his relationship with his little sister, he's just being a, a punk older brother right. messing with his sister. So again, pretty normal stuff, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But from a toy's perspective, that's the worst. And that's mm-hmm. the that's the last thing you want to <laughs> face. So man, I I love Sid. Makes you sure. think about like if you if we treated our toys improperly. Like, do they have feelings? You know what I mean? What if, CP? What if they're just trying to what if Disney <laughs> is trying to tell us something? But yeah. but I love Sid. So of course, when I'm thinking villains, I I have to include Sid from Toy Story. What's your next one, man? My next one, uh, I'm just gonna continue the Pixar train, uh, and that is going to be Randall from okay. uh, from Monsters Inc. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he is one that I think his storyline, particularly like post Monsters University, like mm-hmm. it does Monsters University does some fun things to like kind of make him. You feel bad for him, you yeah, know? Um, because it it really kind of wasn't his fault that he kind of gets pushed to the edge. You mm-hmm. know? Um, he gets like an origin story to some degree, right? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, there's like he just you know, he, but uh, so yeah. So with Randall though, I think so. Andy, you know this about me. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, you know, random. And now you're. And now you're listening. Now, it, like the internet is forever. <laughs> so everybody out yes. there is gonna to listen to the podcast is gonna know. Yeah. But uh, little lizards, <laughs> like they they freak me out. Yes. <laughs> Like, like, so but if, you love dinosaurs, but I love dinosaurs. So here's the thing. Like, if you're listening, here's, here's what, like, take your hands uh-huh. and like, hold them like shoulder width apart. Okay. Once a lizard is bigger than that, it's no longer terrifying to you, to me. Okay. Because at that point it can't crawl inside of me. I think uh, like, that's the thing. Okay. And why, like, how has that ever happened? I don't know. <laughs> Some reason this is just where like those little ones that live in your garden, live in your yard, yeah, eat bugs. Yeah. Like I like I would rather be in, in a room with a alligator. Oh my god. Than with one of those. Like and snakes, not really like sure you snakes don't want to be around them. But like, you know, like they like it's not like like I see a lizard, I'm going to steer clear. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, <laughs> and All so, right. Rapid fire. Lizards to be in a room with lizards or raptors well that's gonna be lizards obviously i mean unless it's like blue and not, and you know we have a relationship <laughs> okay. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna risk that you know like okay, <laughs> okay. lizards or i'm trying to think of my other reptiles and others uh creepy crawlers um Lizard, you'd rather be with a lizard than any dinosaur. Like the dot, you, you know what I'm saying? There's not a dinosaur that you'd rather be with than a lizard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. I feel like you know, like (laughs) I try to just rationalize this. Yeah. Like it's a. a, This is pure entertainment. I don't know. I really don't know why. Like it. (laughs) It's funny. Like like it's really like you. You know, any times that like we've gone to record and there's been one in the room and you're like. Like, hold on, Cody. There's a tiny dinosaur. <laughs> I, yes, and I I clarify just like that. I really do, and you do take it very. Seriously. I I know. I so like <laughs> so this connects with Randall. This, this connects with Randall. Is yeah, the point yeah, yeah. because Randall is a slippery like <laughs> little like he's a slippery lizard, you know, and and it's like the way he like he slithers around and he turns camouflage and then like. You know, the thing about lizards, Andy, is you never see them coming. That's right. You know, (laughs) like there's always, you you know, like or frogs, same deal. Like you go to turn your door handle and they're there. You know what I mean? And it's like, how did they get there? When did they get there? Nobody really knows. They may have been hiding out there waiting for you this whole time. So that (laughs) handle, the connection is, it's it's not like anything about like necessarily his, the portrayal of his character (laughs) is entirely about the fact that he is a lizard and that is terrifying. Fair enough. I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can understand that. All right. Uh, I think I'm not. I'm next. I'm up, and so I'm going to go with a character, um, who's actually his origin story is just he was just a kid who just didn't make the catch, and I'm talking about the villain from Meet the Robins, Meet the Robinsons, mm-hmm. um, Goob. So. This villain, you find out if you haven't seen this movie, you sh- really should because mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a fantastic movie, one that is overlooked and underrated and doesn't get enough attention, and it has such a good message and it has so much uh, good so much love and heart in it. I love 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 this movie so much. Um, 
but the villain you find there's some time traveling mm-hmm. elements to it which is really fun and it's really cool and you really yeah. don't see that too much in like disney kid movies and so mm-hmm. um so that's really that's really fun uh, but what you find out is the villain in the movie is actually the hero's best friend when they were kids. And if the timeline uh, worked out the way, uh, you know, the way the way it did, you know, if, it, if everything stayed the same, then his best friend would grow up to be the villain hating him and hating his family and hating, all, you know, people for the most part. And so mm-hmm. um, and so it actually it makes you think like, man, we're kind of like uh, Randall with with Monsters University. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you an origin story of like, this guy wasn't always bad. And it, it, unfortunately, something happened to him that made him go down this path. And yeah. we clearly see this with like this really cool time timeline, time traveling movie, Meet the Robinsons, where um, he is re- redeemed and restored at the end of the movie because he does go back in time and change it to that right. way his best friend doesn't grow up to be this villain evil menacing person that he grows up to be and so um but i i really do i i love this movie and i love the whole the villain is great entertaining just his appearance is really entertaining mm-hmm. and unique as well he has mm-hmm. like really skinny long arms and legs mm-hmm. and like doesn't he have like a little bit of a hunch yeah he has a little hunch and like a mustache and stuff like that like so he doesn't even look like a like a normal evil villain necessarily mm-hmm. so i appreciate he has a different look uh so it's just really fun so i i when i thought about the list i thought yeah i love meet the robinsons and part of the reason why is because of the characters especially the villain so mm-hmm. that's my that's my uh, number three there it's, it's goob from meet the robinson no love for the boiler hat boiler oh hat? yeah the the controlling yeah like mind control thing no <laughs> no love no love there i actually the <laughs> no i mean it makes sense uh it definitely plays a, a role in it the, the invention that he has there uh, but no man it's all about it's, it's all, about, all about goob it's all about goob so uh, so my next one is Mother Gotha from uh, from Tangled, and yes. uh, with her, I think it's it's just crazy to think, um, just like realizing in that like how far uh, pride and narcissism, you know, uh-huh. uh, and and your ego can take you mm-hmm. uh, to the point where she she kidnaps a baby, yeah, and then raises her in captivity, yep, uh, for her whole life, you know, uh, and. It's all it's all about you know Mother Gotha and mm-hmm. uh, and I think the point where it's it's realized the most like just how evil she is 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 that reprise um, <laughs> her of of like it's the new version of Mother Knows Best uh-huh. uh, where she's saying Rapunzel knows best you know mm-hmm. and that that kind of scene where she's like like really if you think he's if you think he's so good give him this you know yeah um, and then. You know, and then she ends up like she perishes in one of the ways, maybe the worst, one of the more worst ways. It's that a, a gra- it's a graphic death. She, yeah, yeah, she uh, she ages rapidly. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh-huh. yeah, so she's just like the amount of con- like controlling uh, of her controlling Rapunzel uh-huh. uh, is crazy to me, uh, and just that ma- that amount of manipulation. And she goes and you know she tries to she kills Flynn Rider. Yeah, I'm like how could you? There's kill- some straight like shanking 
Yeah, <laughs> straight. Yeah, quick twist. little. Yeah, a little, you know? a little, a little stab action there, and it's uh, it's really, it's it's tough because as much as it is a Disney movie and all that stuff, uh, it's a kid movie and, and mm-hmm. we, whatever. But the, I work I work with students, and so I see that movie and I think, yeah, adults have so much influence over. Mm-hmm. Uh, young people and their kids and we see like we see with um with the mother like she ends up to some degree like we know that she kidnaps her and all that stuff but Mm -hmm. rapunzel grows up not knowing that that's not her mom necessarily but so all that rapunzel knows is really what um is what she's told and we really see the how sick and twisted like bad parenting can be to some degree and mm-hmm. like again you said like some brainwashing and if you constantly tell this you know th- this negative thing or this lie to a right. child a young person over time they will mm-hmm. believe that right. and so and it's really psychologically it's really creepy and scary yeah and there's that moment like and they kind of they do it comically yeah where Rapunzel's like going back and forth like I should never have like gotten out she's mm-hmm. gonna kill me like what you know and like yeah they're, they're they do it in a way that's funny you know yeah, and yeah, lighthearted yeah. but the I mean there is some truth to that yeah so yeah uh, but yeah so Mother Gotha is my number four uh, for Disney villains uh, my next two like the first three that I said I I put them I, I made them on I Excuse me. I put them on the list because I just enjoyed their characters. They were funny to funny to me. They were entertaining. But these these next two are just straight up evil, and that's why they have to be <laughs> on the list. So the first one, my number, my number four is Jafar. So of course I love Aladdin. There's grown people that are still afraid of him. Yes, I love Aladdin. Love everything about Aladdin. I love the movie. But part of the awesomeness as a kid as I watched Aladdin was this villain that really, it brought out so much from Aladdin. And mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, like, okay, so I don't have to be the strongest or the, you know, uh, the biggest or the baddest, but I just got to be witty and clever and funny <laughs> enough to outsmart the bad guy. Uh-huh. And that's what we see Aladdin do. And so I really appreciated that as a kid, like, Jafar brought that out of Aladdin. So uh-huh. uh, in my head, I was like, okay, Andy, you just got to grow up to be a street rat. And so, you know, <laughs> and you'll be okay. You're real good at flipping apples. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Uh, but also as a kid, I love the scene when he turned into a huge snake. Like, every like that's that's so awesome. Like, what more <laughs> do you want from uh action cartoon movie? Is like mm-hmm. the bad guy turns into a snake and then you have to... Sp- fight him off and so that that was really 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 cool i really enjoyed it and so mm-hmm. now as an adult as i re I, you know every time i rewatch aladdin now i appreciate some of those funny like one-liners or just the funny circumstances that jafar is in with iago and stuff like that and so now i appreciate the character just for for the writing and mm-hmm. and, and and whatnot behind it but as a kid it was just like Man, that's a that's a serious bad guy. Like he he try yeah, he takes over the world. He has like an alternate reality of of, of the palace and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I was like, dang, this guy is straight up evil. And then at the end, he turns into a snake and a red genie. I'm like, 
wow. Like, so of course, so as a kid, it just, it just had my whole attention. Um, I would say of the, of the nineties animated, like this is probably one of the ones I've seen the least. Aladdin. Yeah. That's sad. I know. Like, I mean, I know you've seen it, so that's right. Good. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's one, of, it's one that I don't know if I was just like watching land before time in Jurassic park too much to, gotcha. like, you know, it's like to fell to the it. wayside, but, yeah. uh, this is one that I do. I need to see again. Yeah. Well, lucky for you, I have the Blu-ray DVD combo that was just re-released like a year, a few months ago, whatever it was. But then I also have two DVDs uh, of it <laughs> from when they re-released it like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somewhere at my sister's house, I have a VHS of it. So okay. whatever so format you, you need, yeah, let me know. Okay. You have the original, like the... The film? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have the film. That would be awesome to have. So that's my number four is Jafar from Aladdin. CP? My last one uh, comes from The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> and I know I know um, for you, Andy, uh, Meet the Robinsons is one of the most, like, more unsung, uh, you know, and underappreciated Disney movies. Yes. For me, it's, it's Emperor's New Groove. And, okay. uh, and it, my villain is Yzma. Uh, and (laughs) and she's not necessarily the most evil villain Uh on uh on my list you know or uh uh, and i would say she's not as evil as jafar no no. but uh, she is very very enjoyable i feel like jafar would be annoyed by yzma (laughs) i feel like jafar already has iago so it's like his patience is probably already yeah like you know full with iago Uh and so Yzma would not be. That sounds like a, that actually sounds like a good like buddy cop movie. <laughs> like they go on a road trip or something. But continue. Uh, but yeah, so with Yzma, it's it like the the moments where or they're just they're kind of like making fun of her. Uh-huh. I think are what what I enjoy the most. Like uh, like as Cusco is you know it's pretty early on where he's like introducing everyone. You know, and he's talking about Isma and how old she is, and it like does the <laughs> tight, the tight zoom in of yes. her wrinkles, and like uh-huh. she looks scary. You know, yes. um, that are like it's just funny. Uh, but uh, and then you know, you get so many like her interactions with with Kronk mm-hmm. are so good. You you know, like the as they're going back and forth about the poison, the poison for Cusco. You know, yeah, uh, and uh, and uh, and in those moments, she gets turned into a cat. Which is perfect. Which like is, it, yeah. Like it's like as far as like a spirit animal, like the way they're like and what they could have done in the movie. Uh-huh. It's it's incredible. It was, yeah. it was it's like just funny then to mm-hmm. see her, you know, like because she like like it's like her voice is weird, but it's like still like the Isma Fitting voice for a cat, right? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, it's yeah. like still reminiscent of uh-huh. of her Isma voice. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's just enjoyable to see. She's fun to watch, I think, and uh, and just the ridiculousness of of Emperor's New Groove and the the lightheartedness of kind of the, the whole movie, yeah, um, is funny to see. I love the. I just rewatched it and I was dying. I, I was just laughing at so many different parts, but when they said uh, the one scene when they're jump roping. And they're d- discussing the plan. Like at that point, I like guess it's, it's like a training mountain. <laughs> it's so so like yeah. I think I'm I'm thinking maybe of a different scene. But when they're back at uh, homeboy's house, when he has like his kids and his pregnant wife. Oh yeah, and, and, yeah yeah yeah. And the kids are jump roping and like 
the two bad guys just want to talk to each other so they're in the middle just like jump roping as well uh-huh. but because that's the only time they can talk uh-huh. It's, uh-huh. it was just so over the top and silly I, it's so fun that's a fun mm-hmm. movie for sure and i would say it's even more fun as an adult mm-hmm. like as a kid i think a lot of those jokes go over their heads but for an adult the, mm-hmm. the, the humor and the writing is spot on uh-huh. spot on i love like, when she's they as they fall into the alligator pit and she's like why do we even have that lip? You exactly. Know? <laughs> that yeah. Kind of, just the ongoing kind of jokes. That's like, um, and the fact that she has a hidden layer in Cusco's <laughs> palace. Right. That's right. Like yeah, yeah. shows just how to, how out of touch Cusco is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that is my last Disney villain uh, is Yzma. Yes. So my last one, again, like I said, it's pretty evil and um, compared to my first three. And that is Ursula from The mm. Little Mermaid. Now, I must say that, in my opinion, this is the the most terrifying and evil villain from any Disney movie that I have seen. I, I know I haven't seen uh, Sleeping Beauty, so I don't know about the, the witch, mm-hmm. the sorceress there um, in Sleeping Beauty who turns into a dragon. Um, there's some other... That's like Jafar level stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's some other uh, demonic evil villains from like some of the early Disney movies, like which is kind of just weird now, for, you know. But mm-hmm. in the seventies, it was normal, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't so, know. Um, <laughs> but so not having seen those and only only having obviously the the movies I've seen. Um, Ursula from Little Mermaid is is pretty is pretty messed up. She's a sea witch. She already has the bad rep. Like she's not like Jafar or some of these other villains who like are kind like are kind of like double agents or are kind of just playing face until the right moment to strike. Like uh-huh. Ursula is a sea witch. Like everyone knows that she's bad news and she has it out for Triton and the family. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so. She already is the bad guy. But then manages to convince Ariel. Yeah. That she's like she's, you know, three years. It's a it's convinces her that, hey, this is okay, you know, this is what you want. And so uh so because of that, Ursula is just terrifying. And they picked a great sea creature to like personify, you know, to make her Mm -hmm. to use as Ursula and just the maybe it's that whole you know slithery slithering thing or you not really know if you can trust someone i know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe it all goes back you know like snakes and uh yeah everything even monsters inc your uh randall Mm -hmm. uh all of it yeah um it all goes back to that but so the octopus and ursula she's just kind of creepy and it was all again as a kid it was awesome when she grew into this huge <laughs> into this huge monster maybe it's a power ranger fan in me but like every episode of power ranger the bad the monster it's like grow, how are we gonna oh, it wait. grows up and like then they have this huge epic you know city battle and so maybe it's because of that but i'm watching ursula grow into this huge giant to the point that uh prince eric had had to drive a, a ship through her and so um so yeah, what a way to go! Yeah, <laughs> and you see like the lightning of like you can see her skeleton as she slowly like fought like drowning and going into the water and stuff. Like it's just creepy, um, but yeah. So Ursula, terrifying. You know you don't want to mess with her, but in your weakest moments and when you really want something, she'll use that to to 
to tempt Exploit you your weakness yeah to tempt you and to um give you a false idea of what you want and so um so yeah ursula for sure all right so uh that is our episode of heroes and top five disney villains thanks for hanging out and listening we would love to hear your disney villains on social media uh if we got some right if we got some wrong Uh, Let us know. Uh, You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and, uh, or you can send your lengthy responses uh, and and descriptions of why why this character should have been on uh, to heroesandpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, uh, we will love for you to share Heroes And with your friends. Uh, All that goes a long way, so we greatly appreciate if you can do that. Again, as always, thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. And And we're out. out.